Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Liam Maitlam, KCBS Foodie Chap, 7 Adams on Sutter Street, San Francisco, California. Chef Serena and David Fisher, good to be with you. How are you? We're doing great. Great. So glad to be here. You know, first question I always ask the name seven adams what's behind the name so seven adams is actually the street and house uh, number that i grew up on in jamestown new york so this is my little ode to uh, my family and of course uh, my mother who passed away uh, when i was 25 so this is um, a way to honor her yep to continue that thing going and there is something about walking through the door here. From the moment you walk in, your team, your staff greet you. Uh, Serena greeted me with a big smile the night <laughs> I came in. So you feel like you're home when you walk through these doors. I'm sure that was the intention, That's right? That's the goal. That's the goal. It's all the whole, like the warm wood and everything is just supposed to, our goal is to make you feel like you're walking into a warm hug. Well, talking of warm hugs, I want to know how this all began before we get into <laughs> your food history, uh, your love journey, your collaboration together. Did you work together first? Uh, because now you, you have this beautiful baby, your own restaurant together. Uh, but where did this journey of you together begin? Serena. We met in New York City 10 years ago. This is our 10th year together. Um, Congratulations! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, we were working together at a restaurant named Pearl and Ash. I was the pastry chef and Dave was one of the chefs there. And we met and then we just have been working together ever since. I don't know if you can believe that, but for 10 years, we've maybe only worked in separate restaurants for eight months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I noticed a very pretty Asian woman that walked in one day. Who had very that, that's you, Serena. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Who had very nice posture. Um, nice posture. Yeah. Um, she's very easy to talk to and so on. So, yeah. The rest is history. Enough of the delving into your love life. Uh, but this collaboration, uh, we're going to get into it and what you do here at Seven Adams. But I want to go back in time uh, just a little bit. Talk about growing up and where you grew up. And first question, who was cooking in the family? Serena. Um, I grew up in San Mateo, California. Um, my Both my parents cooked. My mom tends to cook more American-style food, and then my dad always cooked Chinese food. My grandmother also lived with us, so she also cooked. We were a big cooking family. Every single night, 7 o'clock, our butts were in the seats, and we had to have family dinner together. Take us back there. Was there a favorite dish? Was there one thing that came out of the kitchen that just was heavenly for you? And to this day, when you have it, it takes you back home. I mean, for me, it's everything. I... 
literally eat everything. <laughs> I think it's probably because I didn't have a choice. If I didn't want to eat it, then yeah. I just didn't eat it and yeah. I wasn't eating that night. So it was a case of for dinner. It was like, it's not what's for dinner. This is for this dinner. Is for there dinner. was no choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's always this is yeah. for dinner. Hope you enjoy it. Yeah. And I feel like it really lent myself to uh, trying new things all the time. Yeah. Well, you're lucky because for me it was, is there going to be any dinner? <laughs> uh, what about you, David? I know you had uh, a set of parents who cooked they were in the restaurant business so mm-hmm. this is in your dna so who did what tell us about the, the restaurant what you loved about your mom and dad and their yeah. cooking yeah i mean my parents bought a restaurant when i was seven um as i grew older and messed up cost my parents money they would make me work it off in the restaurant so i distinctly remember flipping a beautifully executed grilled cheese sandwich and from that moment on i said i wanted to do this and I wanted to do it at a high level, uh, and I wanted to try to make people happy. Um, my dad still owns the restaurant called Fisher's Family Restaurant. He's still in the kitchen. He slaves over a griddle, making eggs and pancakes and frying French fries. Uh, my mom sadly passed away, um, but her tradition lives on, and she lives on through me. So, Well, I have to believe that both your parents uh, are proud of you both, both sets of parents. Uh, Let's just talk about your your dad or mum and dad, uh, David. Do you recall the first dish you cooked for them that they were impressed by when they realized, okay, our, our kid's got something here. Do you remember what that dish, dish was? Yeah, I think it was a braised, a chili braised pork dish that I gave to my dad. Um, my mom has always been like a cheerleader, like... I could give her anything, and she'd say, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember anything yeah. from her telling me it was bad, yeah. which, yeah. I mean, she'd pump me up. Yeah. Uh, but for my dad, yeah, we, you were there, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was for the Christmas. Holidays. Yeah, I, I decided to braise a little pork shoulder, and my dad ate it. And usually when he says something, he'll say, this is killer. <laughs> and, and that's how I know it's it's good. And on, the, and on this occasion, is that what he said? Yes, that's what he said. And I was like, okay, that that was genuine. That yeah. was real. So, and then, Serena, for you, uh, you focus on 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 the, on the on the sweet happy ending of the restaurant. Yeah. Uh, but were you always uh, was it always sweets, desserts, pastries? And what was your early triumph in the kitchen that impressed your parents? Um, so I actually went pastry because I find eggs fascinating. It's something about like the time, the temperature, the coagulation. You could do so many things. For many people, like it's like the potato, but for me, it's the egg. Um, so that's why I just figured they could do more with pastry. Um, my parents, I were not super thrilled when I decided to start cooking. Um, I started when I was um, in the middle of going to school at NYU. My parents said, well, okay, if you graduate from college, we'll consider it. Um, so after I graduated from NYU, then I went to culinary school, um, and I continued to cook in New York. And for a long time, I really thought my parents were like, this is a hobby. This is a facial eventually grow out of. And I felt like it wasn't really until we opened our first restaurant that my parents were like, oh, this is like, this might be it. (laughs) Thank goodness. I know. Um, and I used to always say like when we did our first, um, uh, design of our very first restaurant um i like we brought our parents in what we, it was a very um old building when we first inherited and my dad was there next to dave scrubbing everything away and i'll never forget like after we finally renovated it it was this beautiful restaurant that we wanted um i asked my parents like what's your favorite thing like i was so proud of this thing that we achieved and my dad was like 
these linens that you have in the bathroom are like so <laughs> luxurious. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, really? <laughs> all the things. That's it? <laughs> yeah. That's it. The, the small things. The I know, it's things. Little, it's little fine details that yeah. make something great. So, so it's funny. Let's, uh, let's skip along here. Uh, coming west, what brought you west? Uh, she did. <laughs> <laughs> my family, my, my grandmother was turning 100. My brother was having a second child at the time. My mom had just beaten cancer for like the fourth time. Oh yeah. And then it was just like, I feel, felt like it was time to come be closer to them. Yeah. Uh, so we moved. Dave has always been really interested in California produce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was like one thing, like New York, I love New York, um, but it's very, there's a lot of cement, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, out here, there, there's a little bit more space, yeah. uh, greener. And then of course, like the produce is just unmatched. And at that time, like, I, I really felt like California was, like, the best place to cook. Um, so I figured, why not give it a shot? And you can truly live by the what the garden grows philosophy because oh, yeah. yeah. the oh, bounty yeah. just Love keeps it. on coming and coming and coming. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of my food is based solely on, like, season. Essentially, like, whatever is in season, I know that that's what I'm going to cook, so I don't have to think too much. Um, yeah, it's just it's a real blessing. Well, many folks will know you from Marlena. Before Marlena, there were other spots you worked. you want to drop a couple of names? Any chefs who were mentors along the way? Um, I most notably worked at 11 Madison Park under Angela Pinkerton, who I think is the most incredible human ever. Big fan. Love you, Angela. <laughs> Big yeah. fan. Um, also, just the cooks that I cooked with at the time. Jeannie Kwan, who now owns Kasama, was one of my... Who literally taught me how to quenell. And um, we've had, like, Renata, who now runs Cronshaw, is just an incredible human. Um, so I feel very lucky to have these people, like, in my corner that I've just grown up knowing. David? Yeah. Uh, I've worked all over the country. Um, one was, when I was younger, this place called La Fleur, uh, under a chef named Scott Bova, um, who taught me a lot. He was a really great chef to learn from. It was my very first, like, fine dining chef. Uh, and then I got recruited to Oklahoma through his brother-in-law, Tyler Scott, um, where I started to get my little taste of management at a young age. Um, but that was nice. And then, of course, moved to New York, Pearl and Ash, Jean-Georges, uh, Aquavie was a good one as well. Oh, yeah. um, so, and then, of course, here. Yeah. Here, people knew from Olena. Now... You've reimagined your life, your world, your universe at Seven Adams. Folks, you just joined us uh, talking to Serena and David here at Seven Adams, Sutter Street, San Francisco. Firstly, uh, the concept here, what's it all about? I think the concept here is because this is the, the nice thing about this is it's kind of like our first restaurant that's truly ours. We have no one to answer to except for us and our partners. Um, there's nobody overhead, like overhanging above us. And so it was kind of like, this is the space where we can truly be us. And I felt like with this menu concept, it was, you know, there's a lot of tasting menus out there that are like, here's 10 courses, um, you, no choice. And there's a lot of tasting menus that's like, here's choice between two. Um, and for us, it was like, how do we combine all of these things to make a new experience? You get choice here no choice in some places and then one course we serve family style to kind of mimic this idea of like family dinner coming together around a table dave's like idea for it was a table full of plates yeah. um so it was kind of a way to like mimic this like family gathering in a way to just 
you know, the world's been a tough place. Bring yeah. back people to like mm-hmm. connect. They have to make these decisions together. They have to talk about each other and make it more of an interactive experience. Share with each other. Yeah. yeah. And talk, <laughs> share, which I love, by the way. It's my favorite way to dine. But I also love the conversation pieces uh, that people are having. You know, yeah. you know, when a buffalo wing is presented before you, like, what? Uh, no, sure, yes, let's go for the things I haven't tried. Here's what I loved about your menu, and folks, just to let people know, I came in here a couple of weeks ago. It was their opening night, pretty much, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, and just had a, a stellar experience from uh, the service to the warm greeting upon entry uh, to the wonderful wines uh, that were paired with uh, you know, the voyage, what was a voyage of discovery, I felt, because every course uh, was full of surprises, you know, Buffalo wing, you know, a surprise. There was a cabbage course. <laughs> I, don't, I can honestly say I've never, ever, ever wanted to try cabbage on a menu. Uh, but once it, you know, we, we, we I was, let's go for it. Because I'm all about trying things I don't usually try. And it was the best cabbage I've ever had in my life. In fact, there were many highlights of the meal, but I talked <laughs> about the cabbage because it won me over. Can you talk me through the cabbage dish? Yeah, sure. So it's arrowhead cabbage, uh, which is... Uh, a species that's grown in California. Again, staying local and seasonal, and it's in season right now. Um, so I wanted to highlight it. What we do is we break it down, uh, take out the stem, uh, we roast it enough to kind of make it tender, and then we'll finish it on the uh, over coals and baste it in a fish sauce caramel. Uh, and that's why you kind of get like this very umami flavor uh, as you eat it, and then we finish it with apples. Uh, raw apples uh, I think we used Mountain Rose apple that night um, a beautiful pink apples again um, native to the west staying seasonal staying local um, just highlighting those ingredients and it was a meaty cabbage yes <laughs> um, right so that's what I love about it It's there, there's cabbage that you can have in a slaw or whatever and then there's things that you can do to manipulate the cabbage to make it seem like it's meat. Yeah. However, what you're eating is just this piece of cabbage that has a little bit of fish because of the fish sauce. Yeah. But then uh, through great execution and nice seasoning, uh, this dish suddenly becomes a steak almost. So, Absolutely. Won me over as the kid who grew up in Ireland and everything was <laughs> meat, potatoes, and cabbage chicken, potato, cabbage, <laughs> something, something, and cabbage. I was like, when I leave Ireland, I'm never, ever going <laughs> to ever again. eat cabbage again until I come to Seven Adams and have the meal of my life. Um, we're getting to dessert, uh, but I have to talk uh, through this dish before you, Chef David. Yeah. Um, talk us through it. And this was also the big surprise. That I'm trying to, I had buffalo wing on the night. It was a chicken wing I had on the night. It was mm-hmm. buffalo. Yes. It was buffalo. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's right, because we, I wouldn't put my diner under the bus. Come and say, now it's your chicken wing. I'm like, no, it's, it's buffalo wing. No, it's chicken It's definitely <laughs> buffalo wing. Talk us through this dish. Okay. So I am from Jamestown, New York, uh, which is about an hour south of Buffalo, New York. Um, so I grew up eating a whole lot of buffalo chicken. Buffalo chicken is chicken that's been fried and tossed in, quote, unquote, buffalo sauce, which is Frank's Red Hot and a little bit of mounted butter. Uh, And I take pride in that sauce, okay? So you start with cold franks and cold butter and let them heat together so everything is nice and emulsified. Um, What this dish represents to me is, like, a lot of things that I love. I love charcuterie. uh, I love vegetables. I love 
French technique, um, and it kind of has all these things. And I love purees and fermentation. Mm-hmm. And we're all going to get there, okay? <laughs> so let's start with uh, the chicken breast. So chicken breast is uh, beautiful Mary's chicken breast, uh, cage-free birds, uh, very humanely raised. Uh, we get in whole birds, take them apart. Um, of course, we're going to make stock, and then we take that stock and we reduce it into a rich uh, poultry jus. Uh, I take all the legs and all the trimmings, and I turn it into a sausage. There's nothing but chicken in there, um, mm. so there's no pork. I use uh, an emulsifier that I'm not going to tell you how I make. Um, <laughs> Come on. I'll, bu- I'll buy you a beer. Yeah. Oh, wait, you bought me the beer. Okay, carry on. Yeah. Um, so then we uh, peel the skin back. We tuck that sausage underneath the skin, sous vide the chicken breast, uh, and then from there we fin- finish it on the flat top and the grill so it gets a little smoky flavor. Um, in the chicken wing, we essentially cut it at the joint. We take out the bone that's in between um, by like basically pinching the bone at the top, peeling the flesh down, and then kind of rip it out. And then I pipe in that sausage as well sous vide that and then we dust it in potato starch fry it glaze it in the buffalo sauce off to the side uh there's i feel like so in buffalo there's a cooling sauce right Mm. which they use blue cheese yeah um yeah not everyone's a fan of that um and i didn't really feel that would fit into what we're doing so i decided to use salsify um salsify we cook in a little bit of milk and some alliums, make a nice puree out of it. Uh, we braise salsify in butter and some chicken stock um, until it's beautifully cooked. And then uh, one of our sous chefs made a hot sauce. Um, unfortunately, I like Frank's better. <laughs> but we took the pulp uh, and we dehydrated it and turned it into a powder and we dust the salsify uh, puree with that powder. I and mean... The depth of flavor, uh, the technique, the, technique, yeah. the uh, in every in every bite, I mean, you your your palate's popping. I mean, this is a party on the palate kind of dish. <laughs> it just is. So, chef, if you're presenting this to me at dinner, uh, how would you present it? What's what's on the plate? Uh, so we have roast chicken breast with uh, chicken sausage, salsify puree, and a buffalo wing. My word. And what would we drink with this? If we were to pair it, what would you pair it with? So I'm not a huge wine fanatic, nor do I have great knowledge of wine. Um, That's why you have a great wine director. You have a wonderful wine director. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, And I don't even drink anymore. But uh, back in the day, I used to be very passionate about beer. um, And I feel that a Kolsch or Pilsner, very malt-driven beer, would be excellent with this Again, think fried foods, a little bit smoky. Uh, it's not going to be overwhelmed by hops or cl- begin to clash with flavors. So I think the malt and the sweetness can kind of add to all the smokiness um, and, of course, the, the spiciness. Well, I'm happy, happy to be having a midday beer with this meal. Thank you, Chef. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's talk sweets, desserts. Firstly, the experience around uh, that sweet ending. Uh, what's most important for you? Uh, and what are you saying through the desserts you present here at Seven Adams? For me, the most important thing is texture. Dave and I absolutely love 
to eat cereal. <laughs> and for us, it's oh, like yeah. I just want that like crunchiness. Yeah. Um, so I always cold. try and yeah, cold, crunchy, and like just really satisfying after like a really long day. Um, so I always try and make sure. I always say that like my three pillars of dessert are crunchy, creamy, delicious. <laughs> I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here, but I just want it like to nail this like crunchy, creamy, delicious like these three pillars of greatness. <laughs> um, Other the words you said to David the night you met him yeah. <laughs> you are cr- oh, sorry 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 back focus <laughs> focusing back uh, this um apple dessert um also this month or the month of opening um we our five partners uh we launched a ice cream company it's called jack and remy ice cream um so named after our dogs <laughs> um so this dessert um was kind of built around featuring one of our holiday flavors which is an orange bay leaf ice cream Um, So growing up, my mother is an avid gardener. She has a bunch of different fruit trees. So this time of year is always like I'm thinking about apples on the floor of our backyard. Uh, So this is a brown sugar cake that's topped with Lucy Glow apples. Um, And it is that crunchy is coming from an oatmeal shortbread. And then next to it is this orange bay leaf ice cream, as well as a satsuma snow that's just kind of there to like brighten the whole thing together, as well as some, you know, the typical apples and celery um add some like herbaceousness add some like pinch in the back just to kind of like get you salivated um and then you have it crunchy creamy delicious i mean what more do you want maybe something wonderful to pair with it so what would we drink with this wonderful sweet ending uh typically i would say either like a sauternes we have one from 2018 here um otherwise i mean what's can you ever go wrong with just some like bubbles and champagne? That's yeah. always a great pairing as well to finish off. Sign, sign me up. Um, <laughs> about the wine program, how important is the wine program? How big a part of the story is it here at Seven Adams? It's very important. I think, you know, part of the journey is finding something that matches. And I think what's actually like really cool about ours is, you know, we're very lucky to be in California um, and to have this like beautiful bounty that's just up north. But at the same time, it's like us coming from mostly cooking in New York. It's like a nice... Like, for us, we still cook very New York in style, I feel. So for us, it was like, not how do we have a wine list that not only features the California bounty, but actually makes sense with the food because it is like this, it's coming from a place that is like the East Coast or coming from New York. So it's kind of like an old world, new world blend, um, which is just kind of like what I feel like our food is. Like we're combining very old classic French technique and just doing it in this like surprising new way and it makes it both like it combines both contemporary and modern and classic old history well you bring it all to the plate both of you uh to dine here is a voyage of discovery uh with lots of surprises which is what a dining experience should be what i love about uh the environment you've created here is like walking into someone's home there is a sense of home when you walk in here and i I know I certainly will come back because I do feel this isn't any night of the week, any time kind of restaurant. Uh, you have a fixed menu, uh, prefix or prefi. Um, <laughs> tell, us, tell us about that and how that works. Yeah. Um, so I change the menu very often. Um, I try to give people a reason to come back, hopefully every two weeks. Um, so whatever's in season, um, we want to cook it. Uh, we want to ex- keep growing as chefs, as a team, um, as professionals. So it's always going to be essentially changing and adding something new. Um, but we also 
want to keep this at a good price point. Uh, so people will want to come seven days a week, essentially. Absolutely. Every single night of the week. Uh, and the price point, it's under $90, right? Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. and that's everything. Yeah, it's $87 um, for five courses. We, You know, I, I feel like there's this misconception that things have to be really expensive to be good. Yeah. And I just feel like that's not true, especially when you're cooking in season. It's always going to be the most affordable product that you're using. Um, and we just feel like, you know, there's so many things in the world going on. Like, why not just yeah. have like a night out, celebrate yourself, celebrate Tuesday um, and do it in a way that doesn't break the bank. Yeah. yeah. Well, certainly does not. And you leave with stories to tell, food memories. And of course, the hope is you'll want to bring people back. I want to bring lots of people back here to enjoy the experience. Um, before I wish you well and great success, you're already on your road a couple of weeks <laughs> in outside the kitchen. Uh what are your passions? What are your loves? I know you play a sport, Chef David. Yeah, I love the game of hockey. Uh, I play in San Mateo as a part of a league. Uh, old men's league. <laughs> not, not really. Um, but yeah. You've got youth on your side. What are you talking about? My word. Yeah. Huge Buffalo Sabres fan. Um, yeah, we also we both work out. She's more passionate about the workout thing, but we like to stay in shape, keep it fit, so yeah. we can work hard seven days a week. Yeah, I um, spend a lot of my free time powerlifting. Um, I just competed in a powerlifting meet, like the same, like the week that we opened. Um, hit all my PRs. I was very proud of myself because I hadn't go. slept very much. <laughs> just sitting with you, it makes me want to go to the gym a little more. <laughs> I, I swim a couple of days a week. It's as far as it goes, but yeah. Yeah, and other than that, it's like, you know, just spending time with family, our dogs, um, and just being outdoors, wearing sandals as as much as possible. (laughs) (laughs) On the beach, whatever. So for those who've not been to Seven Adams on Sutter Street, San Francisco, uh, why should they come? I think you should come because I just think if you want to have – there's so much bad in the world, and it takes – you know, you just want to celebrate. Sometimes you just want something good to look forward to. And you don't want to, you just want to spend time with your friends, have a quality meal. And especially after all the pandemic and all these things that are happening, you know, it's just connecting with people again. It's just connecting with your family, connecting with your friends, and just spend time to be grateful for each other. Yeah. I feel like uh, when you come to Seven Adams, you're going to get a lot of great things that you can get at a lot of other restaurants. Um, but you're also going to get my food, uh, Serena's food, um, and then, of course, the experience of our front of house team, which I think is very unique. Um, and I like to think we're pretty good. So. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're more than pretty good. Uh, friends, uh, Chef David and Serena Fisher, uh, their love story plays out on the plate. Their love and passion and creativity in every single dish uh, you will leave with a happy tummy I guarantee it if not call me and I'll eat my underwear and give you your money back <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to be calling me uh, more on Chef Serena and Chef David's story at kcbsradio.com and click on Foodie Chap. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 